0: Please, can you remind me if you'll, if you'll be so kind? I'm staring out into space, asking God to hear my case, I'm trying to think of all things past. How long will my memory last? The Purple Angel.
1: Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host and founder of Alzheimer's Speaks, Lori LeBay. Um, for those of you that are new to our show, I'm just going to give you a little background on, on who Alzheimer Speaks uh, is and why we got started. Basically, we're an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. We believe that by joining forces and sharing knowledge and just having these everyday conversations about dementia like we're going to have today, we're going to be able to remove the stigmas and the isolation attached to memory loss and help people continue to live purpose-filled lives. Together, we can help everybody have a better understanding of the true needs of this disease and how it impacts families all around the world. At our core, Alzheimer's Speaks believes that collaboratively we're going to be able to win this battle. And I know it's working because of all of your clicks and likes and shares uh, that you have done. By, you know, sharing on Facebook and sharing with your um, Twitter tribes and your LinkedIn colleagues and Pinterest and and all those different social media platforms, you are having a, a huge impact. You are helping us spread the word. Of knowledge and resources um, by sharing what we do at Alzheimer's Speaks. Not only do we have the radio show, but we have a blog, we do our webinar um, webinars twice a month called Dementia Chats, and um, we're always working on different initiatives. And The more we can get that information out to people, the more we can, we can let people know the resources that are there, we are going to be able to make a huge difference and make people more comfortable just clicking on something when they're ready to do that. And again, I can't thank you all enough because of your likes and clicks you know just taking those couple of seconds we were named the number one influencer online regarding um, alzheimer's by share care and doctor uh, so please continue um, your support for us we really do appreciate it and it is making a big big difference um, if you'd like to contact us during the show and join the conversation you can go ahead and just utilize the chat box um, and uh, note your comment or question, and, you know, we'll be monitoring that throughout the show, and we would love to love to have you participate. Um, maybe as you're listening, you're thinking, gosh, I've got a story to tell, too. And, you know, we interview everybody, people who are diagnosed, um, people who are caring for those that have dementia. They might be professionals, maybe their family or friends could be advocates. Um, today, we are lucky to have with us some some songwriters. And, um, you know, it's amazing to me over, you know, my mom's 30-year journey, how much things have changed and how creative we're getting in terms of raising awareness. And so um, today, we've got with us Baka Saba, who started um, caregiving back in 2004, and he still is. He visits his mom, Annie Daly, um, and she's now in long-term care, and she's been there since 2011. And he started advocating for dementia and Alzheimer's through songs and videos, and he's had a really powerful impact. Um, he worked with uh, John and Michelle Law on the song called Songs, um, Still a Child. He has worked with um, Karen Morand and Dale Butler, who we have here today with us, on a song called You Are Here. And he also worked with, uh, with Dale Butler on Love is the Cure. Bacchus has done two videos that have been really powerful. One was called Dementia and Alzheimer's Knows No Borders, and the other is called uh, Younger Onsets Our World. And um, so, welcome today. How are you doing, Bacchus?
2: I'm good, Laurie. How are you? It's good doing, to talk
1: to you. I'm doing really good. It's it's fun to watch uh, all the things that you're doing with your work. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, Dale Butler, too. Dale has been writing songs uh, since the 70s. In fact, he and Bacchus go back quite a ways um, to their high school days. And Dale plays about 200 uh, to about... Uh, 200 times in senior communities a year. So he's a very active and engaged, you know, in terms of the senior community and those with dementia. And, um, again, very, very fun to see the collaborations uh, that are making a difference in touching lives uh, for dementia. So welcome, Dale. How are you today?
3: Doing great, Laurie. Thank you for having uh, both Bacchus and myself on today. We really appreciate the uh, coverage that you're helping us with here.
1: Well, good. I'm going to start out and just ask each of you, um, have you been personally touched by dementia? And Bacchus, you know, I had mentioned about your mom, but I'll let you just go ahead and and share a little bit more um, about your story if you'd like.
2: Well, it it probably started around 204 with my mom kind of changing in that the things that she used to do, she was unable to do. So I have... It was probably around 2.04, and then by the time 2.11 rolled around, uh, all of a sudden the long-term care type thing was coming into play that I couldn't do this anymore. And sometimes the best care is having other people taking care of your loved one, mm-hmm. and that way you spend quality t- time with them. So that's uh, where it happened. It was about on 2.11, and I'd been writing songs for a while, so... Uh, I needed probably it was after the placing that that song still a child came out of me. Mm-hmm. uh I couldn't write it while I was taking care of her. It's just mm-hmm. after that's when it all happened uh and then now she's been there since two eleven She's had eight falls in the last two three months uh she is no longer able to walk uh so she's in a wheelchair now still remembers me. So I still visit her every morning, and um, I've been going there in the evening also. Um, I think the big thing about this disease is when you place somebody in long-term care, the hardest thing is you don't want them to feel alone. And that's um, that's one thing that you notice with uh, the people there, that they need visitors, they need company, and that's mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty well. Where it's at right now. So I visit in the evening, uh, so long as I'm not working, and uh, and then in the morning I uh, visit at breakfast. Okay. So and it is very rewarding. Uh, I just it's you get into the habit of habits as a caregiver, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just hard to get out of it, and uh, it's very rewarding too.
1: Well, that's good. It's it's not an easy thing, um, you know, placing a loved one. And you sound like you've come to terms with it pretty good because uh, you know, most people that's something that they really struggle with.
2: Uh, I still struggle, Laurie. Mm-hmm. There are times I really miss her. I really mm-hmm. do. You know, the life that you had before and the life that she had. So yeah, it it is a struggle at times.
1: Mhm. Okay.
2: But, uh, how
1: about how about you, Dale? Have you been touched by dementia? with anybody in your family? or
2: Yes
3: indeed. Uh, I had an aunt who, who suffered with dementia many years ago uh, before it was really talked about uh, as much. Um, this is going back into I would say uh, I, I think around the 70s or 80s and um, she went into a, a senior home and luckily she was very happy but it changed her her total personality and uh, she was a, a very meek and mild type woman would never say anything, you know, out of out of place, and was always dressed perfectly. But once she started to develop into her uh, dementia, she became, uh, she started singing, you know, out loud and and dancing, and she became a very happy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a little bit different uh, for her. Luckily, you know, she never never got angry or any of that type of thing. There was no behavior problems in that that sense. But she just became a totally different person. Um, her best friend, of course, was the mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. She she met with the mirror and talked to the lady mm-hmm. in the mirror all the time. Uh, but we were we were happy that she was always happy. Uh, and when we visited, she was always happy, too. So it was that's a little a, bit different.
1: That's a, a big gift. When did, did you have to um, place your mom? Even when you said you went to visit, I wasn't sure if she was living alone or if you had to place her someplace? She
3: had to be placed. This was an aunt of mine. Okay. And, uh, yeah, she had to be placed into a, a long-term care facility. Her husband had passed away, so she was on her own, and that was the only thing that the family could do at that point.
1: Gotcha. Uh,
3: okay. And now, now with my music, uh, play, I play at senior homes uh, uh, for a living. I'm retired uh, from the working world, and I, I play music full-time now. And I just absolutely love going into the homes and seeing how the music just brings them to life. Uh, people that aren't responding, say, in a verbal way, um, will all of a sudden start to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, music brings something, turns something on. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how to describe it, uh, but it's, it's almost like a miracle. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, well, the other day, I was at a home, and a lady came up to me at the end of the, the program, and I do a one hour uh, musical show. And I talk to the people, and I have such a wonderful time with them. And I tell little stories just to, to make it exciting for them. But this lady started to dance
2: mm-hmm. and
3: with her daughter. And the daughter came over at the end of the show and said, my mother hasn't danced for 10 years.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: she was so excited that, that the music just made this happen. And uh, it was just beautiful. So a lot of wonderful things, you know, come out of this, this sadness that, that we also see, you know. So well, I'm, I'm and, blessed and to the, have
1: music. <laughs> yeah, the simplicity of music and the joy it brings, I, I think it's very overlooked um, in terms of being able to bring people peace and uh, contentment and, and things. And so I think it's just wonderful, um, you know, you guys uh, working uh, so well at trying to raise the profile and, um, and and raise the awareness about this disease and and the effects of the disease. Now, um, um, Bacchus, I know that that you believe you know younger onset people really need to know that this isn't an older person's disease. And can you tell people a little bit about what you've done to kind of help that? help that cause and and change that face of the disease? Yeah.
2: Well, what happened was after the the No Borders video, um, I got a call from Michael Ellenbogen, Mm -hmm. and he had mentioned that I didn't have very many people, young people, in that video. And uh, I thought, well, that kind of triggered a a little thought that maybe there's something here. And I had seen a video with... um, uh, 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 Barry Peterson and mm-hmm. Jan, Jan Peterson, they're um, people that, uh, oh, they were news uh, foreign correspondents. I don't know if you've ever seen that on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But anyway, Jan had younger onset, and she'd always go to that mirror, and she'd be looking at herself, and the person that was in the long-term care home was with her, and she says, is the person that's uh, here going to come with us for coffee? Mm
1: -hmm. And she
2: was looking at herself at the time. So that kind of triggered the song, um, You Are Here, and uh, especially the one verse, I look in the mirror, and what do I see? The eyes of a stranger stare back at me. The look is familiar, but something is wrong. But anyway, that triggered the song, uh, and... I had seen Karen at one of John and Michelle's concerts and I approached Karen uh, knowing that I had talked, uh, I had seen her at one of Dale's coffee houses that he does. Uh, And I approached Karen about writing a song about this Mm -hmm. and about a month later we had gotten together and I brought Dale along with me and we had two sessions and the song was written. Karen already had music. Mm-hmm. But uh, with all three of us, we sat down and uh, uh, worked on the lyrics. And when you do that, you want to get your lines in as a, 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 a lyricist. So we uh, we plugged away at it for two sessions and we got a song. And I think it's a great song. It just it speaks volumes.
1: Mm-hmm. And can you say the name of the song again for people? Uh,
2: you Are Here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's written from a perspective of... Uh, somebody having younger onset,
1: okay okay, well, why don't we go ahead and play that now Wyatt if you don't mind throwing that on and we'll we'll listen to the song and we can talk a little more about it. What a beautiful song! Um, you know, I love the lyrics. You know, you are here, you are near. Um, it, it's just a very, very powerful song. What type of response have you been getting from people on this, Dale?
3: Oh, it's been just wonderful. Uh, you know, it touches their heart, and and I think that's what every songwriter wants to do is have have people, you know, discuss. You know, how did this song come about? Uh, you know, they love the, that we're, we're actually touching the topic. Uh, these, Some of these, like you were saying earlier, uh, it has to be out front. We have to make people more aware, especially of early onset. Uh, it's it's touching more and more people. I've seen it every time I go to the homes that I'm playing in In what were once called senior homes. There's younger and younger people in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's, it's, it's hard for me to look at that, and I'm, I know it's hard for everyone. Uh, uh, including the staff, it's it's a whole different uh, ballgame we're dealing with now. And some of it, I know, is is uh, I'm seeing some of it is caused by uh, even things like the sports injuries. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what are we talking about? Um, concussions,
1: mm-hmm. you know, those
3: type of things. Uh, and I think that I think that's going to be more relevant as we go along. We're going to f- they're going to find out more about this. Uh, there's been so many, I think, sports people that have committed suicide. And I bet if they tie it all together, it's going to be uh, that it's this early onset stuff that's that's kicking in. That's
1: mm-hmm. so pretty sad. Yeah, I I know even just visiting my mom when she was still alive, um, you know she was in the nursing home for um, quite a while, and um, 14 years and just seeing the face of who was there, huge mm-hmm. change, huge huge change and. I'm um, seeing kind of the struggles of staff trying to deal with, um, a, you know, a different type of person with this disease as well. Um, Bacchus, are you seeing a change since your mom has been in? Uh, in terms of- uh, a, a little bit.
2: Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the hardest part is uh, you're seeing a lot of people like, for me anyway, is four years ago it's completely changed the number of people that are there. Mm -hmm. So the people that were with my mom for years are no longer there. Mm -hmm. So that's difficult when you're going there every day and then you see somebody passing away, somebody passing away, and I think, oh, this is is pretty hard. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: As far as where the song is touched uh, people, I I don't know if you've noticed on the um, the video, the Younger Onset, Our World, Mm -hmm. there's a, a Karen H. that left a comment and it, it really touched me in that she's been all around it. She's been on shows with uh, Paula Zahn, uh, ABC News, uh, I think Oprah here. And a lot of her family has been touched by this, including her husband, who mm-hmm. had passed away. Uh, but anyway, she left a comment here on uh, YouTube. It, it, it's it's really interesting. Uh, and if I can read a little bit of, of sure. it. Sadly, I feel the government does not push for funding because most people think this disease only affects older people. In my heart, I feel the money isn't earmarked for Alzheimer's because those in power feel most patients with the de- disease have lived their lives and it's not worth the effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been doing this for years to get people to see that this is not an old person's disease. But anyway, that's just a little um, part of what she had written here,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: that really, you know, does make sense. Like uh, that they think it's an older person's disease, and they just don't want to put money into it, and that's sad. It that really yep. is. Uh, yep. I and mean, then you got to stop it at a younger age. Uh, but anyway, that 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 really touched me there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I I guess the whole the rest of the comment is on the YouTube uh, video, the 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 Alzheimer's uh, the the one about the younger onset that that uh, video. Mm Mhm. So if uh, if anybody wants to read the rest of that.
1: And they can uh, to go to your YouTube channel. Can you tell them what that is?
2: Uh, If they want to listen to the song with Karen singing, it's Karen Moran. uh, You are here. And then the other one is Dementia, Younger Onset, Our World. Okay. And that so, will have the stories of um, a fair amount of people here. I think I've got 14 in that video. And uh, some of the names I think you've crossed paths with uh, Lori, like Michelle DeSosa.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And she runs Memory, uh, memory People uh-huh. that on uh, Facebook. Uh, and then um, the other person, Karen and Jim Garner.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Jim's got younger onset, and Karen blogs Missing Jim. That uh, She writes uh, a blog for that, and I think Jim's gone into uh, 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 care also, and he's in his early 50s. Okay. Kate Lau uh, from Indiana. She uh, formed a team, and uh, she called her team "Too Young to Be Old," which was influenced by our her song here, which is a line in the song of uh, uh, a, uh, "You Are Here." And I think that's uh, oh, the first verse.
0: Mm-hmm. Early
2: onset is what I've been told. I'm too young to be old, so she uh, pulled that line there and wanted to use it for her uh, for her team her running team for uh, raising money.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And Kate Swaffer does a lot in Australia, uh, blogging, and I think she writes for the Australian Journal of Dementia Care. So mm-hmm. there's some people here that are doing uh, a lot of things for younger onset. Uh, Michael Bell, Bill, also. I don't know if you've uh, crossed paths with Michael.
1: No, I have not with Michael.
2: Yeah. Kathy that- Segan also mm-hmm. i think you've crossed paths uh, with kathy
1: mm-hmm. she's
2: trying to get the stamp across uh so that they can raise money
1: yeah
2: uh, through yeah they've uh, been
1: working hard on that for years yeah it
2: keeps getting rejected and i don't understand why <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. at least hopefully this time it'll go through yep. but yeah yeah some of the good things that come out of this and that's a lot of uh, what's come out of this this song that it gets certain people out there and they've got their stories being told and I think there's a lot more, um, 5.3 million in the States mm-hmm. that have uh, been diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's or dementia or some form of dementia. So I think this song has got a lot more people that it can reach, a lot more.
1: Yep, wonderful. Bacchus, um, you you um, were talking about the video with the young onset, but you also made one prior, which was your, your first one, the dementia, um, Alzheimer's. Um, no
2: no borders. Yeah.
1: And that um I mean that just I mean uh, that was phenomenal when you did that first one and I mean it just kind of blossomed um yes. from there. And did you ever did you ever think in a million years you'd be doing what you're doing as Never. far as advocacy?
2: Never. Um I had a feeling though um when uh, I was going through what I was going through with mum that there's got to be a place and why this is all happening, so mm-hmm. maybe by bringing these songs out, it kinda makes you find your place mm-hmm. uh, on what you need to be doing, so uh, through song and i i 've been blessed that i 've been around some real good musicians around here locally that have kind of climbed the board on, you know, Dale and Karen, the Laws, and I've done other stuff with other musicians, so it's been pretty good that way, and I don't even know how to read music, I don't know how to play instruments really, so I. Uh, the only thing I can do is just write lyrics, so I I feed the lyrics to people that can put music to them,
1: mm-hmm. so
2: I've been pretty blessed that way.
1: Wow. Now Dio, um you know Bacchus says you know he, he really isn't musical per se, you know he writes the lyrics. How about you now um, do you are you strictly a writer, or I would imagine that you sing and and um, play some some music as well
3: yes i i um I do both writing of of lyrics and writing of music, um, and I got into this at a very young age. I was five years old when I started music and then started performing out at age thirteen. And uh I just can't stop. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the writing part with Bacchus and I together. We've written other songs too that uh aren't related to uh the early onset or dementia, uh but just uh what we would call folk songs.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
3: so it's it's kind of our life to write. Uh but every time Bacchus says I've got another idea, I'm always there to help if I can and uh we have such a good time in the studio uh putting these together and just knowing that it it just it might just might touch the heartstring of someone and and make them think about you know what we're trying to get across i think that's that's worth a lot and sometimes they need music to be told a story mm-hmm. um, you know you can i think it just touches them differently rather than just reading about it if they can hear it in a song it it just has an impact i think
1: mm
3: mm-hmm. so it's important very important
1: yes, very very much so i um, mean not just to the person with dementia but um those caring for them as well it just it it changes the whole kind of dynamics of a room when music is played um mm-hmm. it, it just it, it's it's pretty phenomenal to watch um i'm sure you guys have seen the the film alive inside that really showcases um the power of music and and uh you know how it can affect somebody um if they have dementia or not, um that movie had you know people with schizophrenia and depression and oh um, uh, what um, um, oh there there were so many different different types of people that this this music impacted and um and again, getting to know what people enjoy because it can it can also trigger some negative responses as well. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so you have to know the type of music for for individuals, needless to say on that um now there's no cure or anything for this disease, and you guys uh like you um were working on another song called um, Love is the Cure' that was written written by Dale and um um Dale, do you want to talk a little bit about that song
3: yeah it uh it, it's it's our latest project. And um, it was real enjoyable. I'm just going to see if Bacchus has the lyrics here. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> I don't have them. I don't have I might have the lyrics. So it, um, I'll let you talk to Bacchus for a second, and I'll go grab the lyrics so I can give you just a rough idea of the direction we went on that one.
1: Okay. No, and, then, uh, um, um, and then, Bacchus, before you start, I'm just going to yell out to Wyatt because I did shoot him an email, and I just want to make sure if he had a chance to upload that song as well, that we could play that too. Um, so go ahead, Bacchus. And... Yeah,
2: that one was interesting. Um, I had a, an idea that, uh, especially like with couples that are dealing with uh, having to be uh, a caregiver, uh, a husband or wife, uh, and they're in a marriage that they started, you know, like, whatever, 20, 30 years earlier. And all of a sudden, here they are 30 years later, you know, whenever they get diagnosed, and I'm thinking, geez, those words I do that you say in marriage vows
0: mm-hmm. sure do
2: change when you become a caregiver uh, to, a you know, your spouse. And I thought those wedding vows would make an interesting lyric in a song. So that's where that idea came from. And if you notice the chorus it does have the wedding vows in those uh, words. I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed that, but uh, if you play it, you'll you'll hear those wedding vows. And then uh, the verses are basically what couples have to deal with uh, mm-hmm. when they're dealing with the probably younger onset more so because you're dealing with the financial part of things, having to try to keep a job, uh, and there's either a hu- husband or wife that, cannot work anymore, uh, mm-hmm. so there's a lot to deal with, uh, but that's what that song's all about. And right now, love is the only cure we've got.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And, uh, uh, I had called it Alzheimer's Must End, and I thought it was too direct, and we had used those lyrics, Alzheimer's Must End, and I and then we changed it to Love is the Cure, and it fit just perfect.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we took an afternoon off. I took an afternoon off, and Dale came over, and I said, here's the ideas. And away we went, and we wrote it, and we got a, a terrific singer by the name of Joan Charette to sing it. Uh, and she's, we videotaped the, the studio session. Mhm. Anyway, Dale's here. I think he's got the lyrics. Yeah, I found them.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs> In my collection of songs. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, as Bacchus had mentioned, uh, that there's, um, you know, we went off of of a typical, you know, wedding vows. Uh, I love you now more than the day when I said in sickness and in health. Uh, And then there's another one. I love you now more than the day when we said I love you forever and uh, for richer, for poorer. And we again talking about, uh, you know, there's loss of jobs. There's, uh, you know, which and then as soon as that happens, there's loss of identity in most cases, which is, you know, Hard thing to take mentally, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's another line in the song: "You have become my shadow. I am the face that you know. Your identity has been stolen. Our home is where you belong. Home is where you belong. That's, of course, the hope and dream of everyone: is that you know you can be in your familiar home surroundings as long as possible with
2: us." Hey Laurie,
0: uh-huh.
3: um,
2: that line that Dale just read, mm-hmm. that came out of. Um, I don't know if you read the book, uh Dancing with a Stranger. Uh, Slow Dancing with a Stranger. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm just thinking, um it, it's what's her name? She um she used to be a newscaster and she wrote the book for her uh her husband had the early uh younger onset.
1: Yep, and uh, I can I can picture her face and she works with us against Alzheimer's. And um. And I just, I'm going blank but, at her name. You know,
2: it's called Slow Dancing with a Stranger.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, she's on the Us Against Alzheimer's uh, site. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that verse that Dale just wrote,
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, because he used to, she had a line in there where her husband would always follow her because mm-hmm. he was the fam- she was the familiar face. So anywhere in the house, he was like a shadow. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where the influence came on that one because I read that book and I thought it was a real interesting read real good read slow uh-huh. dancing with a stranger
3: yeah another line that's uh, very powerful in the song too is your thoughts have been silenced and I will be your voice mm-hmm. and I think that's what Bacchus is all about is being a voice uh, through these songs uh, for all the caregivers and for the people that are suffering with, with dementia Meryl Marisol- Comer. Oh.
1: Meryl yes. Comer is it. Meryl, yep, yep. Glad someone can remember something. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm Blaine, i I could just hear it chugging along, trying to go, I know I can I talked with her, I, I can see her face, and remember her stories. Oh my yard. So yeah, I'm glad you remembered her her name. Um well why don't we go ahead and listen to this song? Wyatt, if you want to go ahead and, and play uh this song, Love is Secure. A gorgeous song you guys have written. How can Bacchus? Uh, how can people hear these songs? Uh, are they on iTunes or is it just uh, YouTube right or? now? Right now,
2: I've just been putting them on Facebook and on YouTube.
1: Okay. Um,
2: Still a child is available on uh, CD Baby, and it would be John Law. Uh, Still a child. Uh, so that's about. The only spots I'm thinking of doing a a mini CD Mm -hmm. because I've got another song in the pipeline coming up. And I'll put all four on uh, a CD. I may put a fifth one because uh, um, somebody out of Australia, Malibu, she has uh, Pet Therapy. Mm -hmm. She used a song that John and Michelle had wrote, or I had written with John and Michelle. Mm-hmm. And she uses that uh, on a, a video that she has made uh, with her pets, Malibu. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with that.
1: No, uh-huh. So,
2: yeah. yeah, that one there. Yeah, she, she. I don't know how I connected with her. You know, through Facebook probably. And she used uh, a song called "Oh, I'm trying to remember the song I wrote there." Do uh, you remember that one, Dale? No. <laughs> Sorry that was written in 209. <laughs> uh I can see a light. I got to remember my songs here. <laughs> I can see a light as the song. <laughs> a, a good song. I'll I'll send it to you.
1: <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Okay. Well that that is great. You guys are doing wonderful work and I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to to share uh, and to share your work. It's having a big impact um, on people all over the world. And so keep up keep up the great efforts, and please keep us posted as you roll out with new songs and you know, it, things. It's, uh, thank it Thank you, so Laurie.
2: Thank you for all you're doing. It, it, you know, it's a, an avenue for us that we can share, you know, the music through your site and all you're doing. It, it, it helps a lot. Yeah, I don't know if you remember how we met. I sent you still a child, and I got the call from you like maybe five minutes after uh-huh. I sent it to you, and you it had touched you right away. Yep. So it, it, I remember that. All of a sudden, I get a call from Minnesota. I said, "Who's
1: this?" <laughs> <laughs> and it happened to be
2: you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It is. It is funny how people get connected and stay connected um, oh. once they're touched. You know, the the story shared and. You know, the common cause and things. Pretty powerful stuff. Yes, it is. And again, yeah. thank
2: you so much for yeah. having us on your show.
1: Now, deal. I have a question for you. Is there a way people can uh, reach out to you if they're interested in maybe having you come and sing?
3: Oh, boy, that would what? be fun. Uh, <laughs> um, I suppose the easiest way to get a hold of us is is through the Facebook. Um, I'm under Dale uh, G. Butler, on Facebook or just Dale Butler I have two um, and then also uh, I could be contacted through LastFridayCoffeeHouse.com okay. and that's a coffee house that I run featuring local musicians in the area
1: okay so Dale G Butler on Facebook yep um, or, or
3: LastFridayCoffeeHouse.com
1: okay wonderful well again, appreciate uh all of the work that you guys are doing and uh again I thank you so much for, for taking the time to be with us and and I look forward to your new works and um, hearing hearing what you're doing. Um we'll, we'll
3: send those... it your way. Oh okay, sure.
1: Wonderful. Uh thank for you. those thank you. For those of you that uh weren't able to listen to our last show you might want to go back to the archives and and, uh, and listen in. We talked to, uh, to an author who wrote a book about including children in the conversation about dementia, and uh, it was a pretty powerful conversation. Uh, we also um, did a Dementia Chats uh, session, a webinar, on the 27th, and that's on the blog, and it's also on our Dementia Chats page, which is um, on our main site, which is alzheimerspeaks.com, and then just go to the tab that says initiatives and projects, go down to dementia chats, and there you'll find a discussion where we talked about tips for living um, with dementia, helpful ideas for the holidays, um, holiday seasons coming up, and how doctors and clinicians can best work with somebody with dementia Uh, some changes that they can do. On the blog, there was information on um, a radio interview, uh, Alzheimer's and You. There's also um, a post that was done on the 30th for a teleseminar that's going to be through the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention uh, Foundation. And uh, Curtie Kelsa, who's the CEO of uh, ARPF, will be... um, We'll be hosting that, and they're going to be talking about the caregiver's journey and new ways to find meaning, and that'll be on November 18th at 5 p.m. Pacific. That's 6 Mountain, 7 Central, and 8 Eastern time, and that is free. Also posted on the blog is the summary of the National Survey on Dementia, which was done by the Dementia Action Alliance Group, and uh has some some great findings there uh last, I want to give a shout out to uh the Savor your Life Education and Resource Fair that is coming up this Thursday at uh the fifth from four to eight thirty at Transfiguration Catholic Church. We're going to have all kinds of topics uh shown uh and shared um, with the various speakers and, and interactives. Uh, then people are always asking me about his neighbor Phil and where they can find that film. On um, the 5th, that'll be shown in Roseville, Minnesota at the City Hall. On the 12th, it's going to be at J. Arthur's Coffee Shop in Roseville. On the 19th, it'll be at Rasmussen College in Egan. And on the 22nd, White Pines in Blaine. All of those are, uh, again, in Minnesota. Um, so really appreciate uh, all um, all the work that Bacchus and, and Dale have put in and the time they shared with us today. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, um, Alzheimer's Speaks Now is on Alive and Social. And you may want to take a listen to the Twin City Hit show which plays Monday through Thursday at 9:30. There's a lot of great banter um, with the team from uh, the Twin City Hit Show there with Rusty Gatenby B and and uh, and his team. Uh, check them out. Or Apples to Apples uh, is uh, is a sports show with some banter between father and son. That's always uh, really interesting. So. Uh, take a peek at Alive and Social. They've got a lot of fun, fun shows. Uh, Alzheimer Speaks, I think, is just just one of many there that I think you will uh, enjoy. And all of them are archived, so you can you can grab easy access to them. Until next week, uh, we will talk soon and just uh, have a fun and and safe week. Bye now. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host